Hey, Peter, how are you doing? Hey, we're doing we're doing that thing in like uh, uh, reality shows where they pretend like they're opening the door to let somebody in, even though the cameraman's already inside the house. No, no, no. This is like I'm opening the door and I'm walking outside. Uh, also, there's a big box out here. That's I got to I got to take care of that real quick. Uh, so this is going to be fun radio. All right. This is uh, this is a big this is like probably furniture. It's all it's taller than I am. This is fun. Oh, wow. That's a. <laughs> oh, it's very light. Oh, that's good. I like that. Oh, we get. Um. Oh, it's probably um. We've been putting together like a little home office in one of the other rooms, uh, and so it's probably a partition that somebody ordered. Oh, cool. Um. But yeah, how are you doing? What's up? I mean, you know, <laughs> same as everybody else's right now. Yeah, hanging in there. Uh. Living vicariously through people establishing autonomous zones. We, yeah, you know, we love autonomous zones. We're, I'm a <laughs> big fan of autonomous zones. In yeah, it's oh man, it's really weird that uh, the the week that we got back into infinity is also the week where we start hearing words like autonomous zones. And- <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to think about about future space socialism and uh, uh, present socialism. Yeah. Um, man. I need to actually show up to a DSA for once this week. I've been falling off of that. Are they having, um, are they having in-person meetings again? Or are you still no, no. It's, they're still doing everything virtually. But uh, I have... I don't know. Uh, yeah, when, when I was like helping out with pipeline stuff, I was like showing up pretty regularly. But uh, that that fell off a little bit, and uh, <laughs> I, I yeah I haven't I haven't shown up to a general meeting since. I should probably start doing that. <laughs> a lot of stuff has kind of been. I mean, down here we've had to put most other stuff on the back burner. I mean, we still have like COVID fundraising and some like housing here for all stuff going on. But like yeah, basically everybody else is is engaging with protest stuff right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, like, needs to happen. Uh, <laughs> no, like, like, like yeah. Ollie is completely booked up. It's like, oh, yeah. Such a deal down there. I mean, it's still really nasty. It's still really nasty down there. I don't even know, like, most of what's going on, but most of our, like, you know, the the big organizers there are literally so busy and, like, won't talk about stuff on Discord. For oh, well. yeah, of course not. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Probably get um, next steering committee meeting, but that's gonna be a fun thing. Yeah, I'm oh man, like things are starting to get I don't know, uh peaceful's not the right word. Um uh like definitely like concessions are happening here, which is oh, yeah. good. Good. Uh, no, but like, like uh you know, it, it's it's at least Things are far from over, but I feel like things have gotten less, like, things have gotten less scary. Because yeah. <laughs> seeing things, you know, it, it's like, you know, when, when, when you're engaged in this kind of, of mass movement, right, the, the whole reason why the cops come down so brutally right away is they want to crush it immediately. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can last more than like a week. Then the game, the field completely changes because now the cops can't keep it up because they're literally running out of manpower and supplies. You know, they stopped, <laughs> yeah. they stopped tear gassing people in Raleigh because they ran out of tear gas. Like, I don't <laughs> anymore. yeah, so they can't, you know, until they get more, they can't launch tear gas at people, right? So, you know, if you've got the cops pulling 12 hour shifts and pulling everybody off of leave. You know, eventually they're going to start collapsing from exhaustion. There just aren't as many of them, right? Yeah. You know, that's the, the power of that's how you start getting concessions from people because they realize that they can't just stop you from turning up, right? Yeah. I don't know. The thing I'm worried about here is that, like, there there are a lot of there are a lot more like important conversations about racism and and justice and stuff going on here i uh i sat in on um the like virginia beach public schools held a uh um a thing where people could write in questions and they had a panel of people uh, uh like a, a head of the the division and um a, a, a teacher who specifically is like in charge of uh diversifying like uh, uh education and a bunch of like like i think it was five people total um and it was like really good like you know the focus was on like a lot of the focus was on like you know how do we make sure students feel safe what can we do about that you know da, 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 which is good but then also like you know very very upfront about how like oh yeah we're not we're not getting rid of uh police officers in schools yeah. we th- we feel like they're part of the family and it's like <laughs> um I mean, like, what? Uh, 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 I guess a student had written in, you know, like, how, how, like, what is, what are we going to do to, like, repair the relationship? What is, what are the police going to do to, like, get the trust of, of students back when they're constantly posting things like ACAP and um, 1312? And, like, you know, they, the, the lady who answered the question said she had to look up what ACAP is. And it's just, <laughs> I oh. yeah. <laughs> like on on one hand, like the I like heard a lot of really good things. Uh, you know, really people are committed to uh, uh, you know racial justice and and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like this area is just so. I mean, it's uh, we're a military town, of course. We're yeah. pro cop. Yeah. <laughs> it really is like it, it is interesting comparing like localities because like you know around where we're at, you know. I didn't attend, but a couple people from my chapter and branch uh, attended. There was a big uh, uh, Chapel Hill Carborough town hall about everything that's been happening. Uh, yeah, it was a real disappointment because you know, <laughs> around Chapel Hill, this is a heavily, heavily gentrified kind of yeah. area. We're we're weird because there's a lot of money like right around Chapel Hill. There's a lot of people, you know. University and big companies like medical associated with the university, but there's also like really big, really big immigrant community. There's a really big black community, like in Chapel proper, not yeah. like outside of it. That uh, are actually very concerned about these things, but like the town government, basically just like, oh, none of those things are problems here. Like, we <laughs> have those problems. And, Chapel Hill, and it's like, we, but we totally do. Like, you know, it was the Chap- Chapel Hill Police Department with the UNC Police Department, you know, 
during the silent Sam stuff. Like we all know that this is a, actually a problem that we have here. And the, <laughs> the mayor said some really disparaging things about, you know, defunding and abolishing the police department, which, so that's be a sort of ongoing thing for us here now. Uh, there was a demonstration on campus last week that went very well. So at the very yeah. least they're not like, you know, uh, uh, behaving badly on the locals here. Uh, mostly because the last times they did that, it was because they brought in Raleigh and Greensboro cops because they're the ones yeah. that are like, the ultimate scumbags. But, you know, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's going to be an ongoing fight for everybody, but I like at the very least, it is it's really incredible how far the Overton window shifted in the past yeah. week. We went from like police brutality being a thing that you had to yell and yell and yell about for anyone to talk about to the phrase abolish the police being like a thing being talked about on the news. Like that's an yeah. incredible movement. And yeah. And very good <laughs> across the board because it's like, yes, this is the conversation we need to be having, even though we still have a pretty uphill battle like toward it. Still like the fact that we can even bring that up as a policy platform is is extremely good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's you know, there's there's well always gonna be difficulties like, you know, uh this area is pretty well known that like, you know, we Virginia Beach has a sheriff, but Norfolk has a police department. Yeah. And, you know, uh uh Norfolk is pretty bad as far as police brutality goes when I finally like looked up the stats on it. Oh, yeah. And like Virginia Virginia Beach is weird because like, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, like a guy got pulled over on the highway by by cops like right on 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 the line and like you know the virginia beach sheriff drove out to like sit with him and make sure nothing happened but then also you know fucking, uh virginia beach cops were out there busting heads at the oceanfront so it's yeah <laughs> uh, you know i i found I, I read a good medium article the other day i'll have to track it down on on uh uh reddit again because it's like the thing that I want to just keep on file to uh, uh, send a link to anybody who tries to make like, oh, well, not all cops are bad arguments. Because it was like, <laughs> it, it was a, a, a an essay written by a former police officer about, you know, how, no, actually all cops are bastards. I was a bastard. This is like <laughs> how it happens. This is why there are no good cops, you know, uh, uh, you know this is not about me and I don't want you to feel sorry for me because I was in fact a bad person for those years of yeah. my life. And this is me trying to like redeem myself. Like, and it was, it was, you know, you know, nothing that someone who's been engaged with this stuff like you or me wouldn't already know, but having it spelled out in particular terms by someone who used to be a cop is very like, I think illuminating, especially for somebody who needs a crash course in why the police are bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because it's it's tough. I mean, I finally got my mom to stop objecting every time I talk to her, and <laughs> that all cops are bad. And everybody's like, well, not all cops are bad. It's like, no, all cops are bad. We need to abolish <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I mean, my dad is finally, you know, was. <sighs> 
he's he's always been conservative, but kind of you know uh, uh, bite his yeah. tongue, you know, kind of conservative, you know, like it. He never like my yeah. My dad's the same <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah, and even he like you know uh, I, I called for my mom's birthday and like we talked for a minute and and he was like yeah I'm just I'm trying to just shut up and listen to people now so it, you know I think I think a lot of things are changing for the better yeah. and that's very well, good. Like, it, 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 I, I've thought a lot about that kind of phenomenon and and uh uh. A way I've I've tried to like explain it, you know, pe- people like your dad or my dad, they're, you know, I hate to just say like old school conservatives because, you know, there's a real kind of old school conservative and they are like also <laughs> all too evil. But yeah, like there's a particular brand of like uh, uh, people who, you know, particularly parents' generation who came into certain conservative political opinions in the kind of in their professional career where they're still, they're still wrong. They're still wrong. And they should (laughs) tell them in the first place, but they, they're not, you know, they're not bad faith beliefs and they're not beliefs that are based on a fundamentally incorrect understanding of the world they're more based on being having grown up in a particular like or or i guess having having grown up's not the right word but having acted for years in a particular environment and uh 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 with a particular with particular privilege i guess yeah that led to certain beliefs about the world that are incorrect but logically consistent yeah for someone in their situation to hold and it's like all of this going to say that you know people like that are people you can engage with they're yeah. not you know there, there are a lot of conservative people where you can't engage with them because they're literally like operating under a different model of the world than you are so like, yeah no argument you give them is going to affect them you have to first convince them of some basic points like people who aren't like me deserve rights too. Like, yeah. <laughs> you on that level, I can't connect to you at all. But yeah. you know, people like your dad or my dad and a lot of people in their generation are just now starting to believe, starting to understand that, oh, some of these assumptions that I used to make about the world were wrong and I need to start reevaluating my beliefs because I'm not you know, because I am actually operating in the real world, just like I'm supposed to be, you know what I yeah. mean? Uh, and I think that, I think that's an important, I think a lot of people, especially right now are, are coming around to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like a, a year ago, like I, you know, definitely I, I, I'm confident that I could, that I could convince my dad that, you know, uh, uh, healthcare reform needs to be done because, you know, like, uh, uh, Medication and stuff is shooting up in price for no reason, all that kind of stuff. But I wouldn't be able to convince him that we'd need single payer. It just that that would be completely off the table for him. But you know, now, uh, if you know, if if people are are shown the kind of real systematic problems in our country, then you know, it becomes easier to say like, 
all right, it's not just a matter of, oh, well, if, if you know, uh, the, the medication should be affordable instead of free. It's like, no, it should be free because people need it. Like, yeah. just flat out. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's, you know, it becomes, as it becomes harder and harder for people to not see things, yeah, it becomes harder and harder for people, you know, because most people who, you know, the these particular, you know, uh, 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 private health care is able to continue to exist so long as they can convince people that it's really not so bad that things are this way, right? And it's like, yeah. like the more it becomes apparent that no, actually, lots of people are dying because they can't afford medicine and it's private health care's fault, the harder it becomes for people to continue to pretend like there's no problem. You know? Yeah. And a lot of people are really invested in pretending like there's no problem. You know, that's always the problem with convincing, like, you know, using my family as an example, like my mom, the hardest thing about convincing my mom of anything is she, she's always been determined to believe that things can't really be that bad. And it's only been <laughs> years that I've been able to say, no, actually things suck a lot. Yeah, you can't, you can't just pretend. Just wanting to believe that the world is not actually that bad will not make it not that bad. You know, yeah, making the world not that bad will make it not that bad. You have to do. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Um, he, uh, what on on that call I was on last night? Uh, one of uh, uh, one of the people on it would like made a really good point. You know, because the the. A, a strong kind of thing that was coming up is like, um, you know, how do we make sure that, uh, you know, we, we give teachers the support they need so that if parents get mad that they're talking about racism in the classroom, they, they feel like they're backed up by, you know, by people. And like, you know, what, what do you tell uh, uh, somebody when they say that, you know, uh, uh, not all cops are bad or, you know, that those were questions brought up and, uh, you know, one of the things that, that, you know, somebody said was like, hey, listen, you know, uh, uh, a lot of these people are going to be conservative and they're going to really like have that this is a core part of what they think. And, you know, it's easier to bring up like just physical data to, to bring up exact examples that you can show them than trying to convince them of it ideologically. And and, you know. Just like yeah. with your mom, sometimes you have to say like, hey, listen, here's evidence that it is actually very bad. Just yeah. like. <laughs> well, and, and, and like, like I always, you know, the thing I always tell my mom is like, I don't care about, I don't care about how cops are as human beings, right? Like, I yeah. don't care if a cop is nice to his children and gives a bunch of money to charity and is a, 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 a beloved part of his community, like it's the system that's the problem. Like yeah. every cop could be a good person and cops would still be wrong. But you shouldn't have cops the way that we have cops, right? Like yeah. it's, you don't have to, and, and trying to conflate the two is, is wrong, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and, you know, again, we don't, as a society, we're conditioned not to think about things in a systemic way. So, you know, it's, it, it's an uphill battle either way. Right. Cause yeah. Our, 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 we, we have like a, 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 there's a collective American social value to think only think that 
individuals and not systems and collectives. So that's the only reason why that argument ever works for anybody because they yeah. want to believe, that, oh, well, it's just some cops are bad people and some cops are good people. And it's like, I don't care about the people. Cops as a group, <laughs> as an entity, <laughs> yeah. the, people, the, pe- the actual people are irrelevant in when you're t- when you're talking on a systemic level like yeah um so to lighten things up a little bit uh how are how is watching fake cops during all of this uh ghost of the did you get oh. did you finish ghost in the shell <laughs> yeah, yet <laughs> yeah, we, finished, we finished season one of standalone complex which you know i i love standalone complex especially yeah. the first season. like that that show is so well and actually it, it was funny watching it at this exact moment in history and really, really brought to mind the fact why uh, uh, the only reason I can get behind a story about public security section nine, who are <laughs> basically an extrajudicial hit squad yeah, associated with the government, but they managed to be good guys because almost every action that they take is against other cops. <laughs> like, like, so it's like, it's like, I, I'm, 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 if, if I lived in that world, I would not be in favor of section nine's existence. On <laughs> yeah. At least they're, you know, they're only busting the heads of other corrupt cops, anybody else. Like they very rarely do anything focused at you know when they do it's people who are like planning on like bombing public buildings and shit so it's like i'm able to be okay with this (laughs) you know oh man it's and it keeps enough like you know moral tension there of you know obviously you're not supposed to think that it's entirely okay that section nine exists so it, it it carries itself well yeah uh like um uh, Great Gundam Project had that as their backup show for the second half of uh, G Gundam, and uh, I for, I forgot how good that show is. I haven't watched it in forever, and I I haven't watched the I need to rewatch the second season. I've watched the first season like a ton. I've, I've only watched the second season, the second season once altogether. Definitely weaker than the first one, I think, but it's still good. Like yeah, I I think. Oh man, uh, I appreciate like what it really tries to do with uh, talking about like imperialism and stuff. Yeah. But like, and and like the the stuff with the major is is good. But like, uh, I don't know. I'm just eh. yeah. yeah it's, I don't know. I still need to rewatch it. <laughs> they, you know, season one works because it has such a it has like basically two theses that it's getting into that are really all part of one thesis. In the entire thing, you know, it gets entirely about, you know, the way that, you know, the way is that kind of individuality becomes subsumed. Oh, okay. Thank you. In like. Oh, uh, hey, uh, real quick. I will be right back. All right. Are you still there? Am I, am I still here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. For a minute. Yeah. Uh, um, our neighbor has an old art. So our, um, uh, our trash can is missing a wheel. And um, we have to basically take it ourselves down to because uh, like the, uh, they don't have a warranty on file for it. Um, so we have to take it to public services, uh, give them seventy five bucks. They give us a new can, and then our landlord gives us seventy five bucks back to our rent, basically. Um, 
but she has an old wheelbarrow that the wheel might fit on it. So we're going to try that. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I'm back at the house. Um, it, do you want people to find on the internet and where can they find you on the internet? <laughs> uh, I mean, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. I, I feel that. Pitch and, uh, <laughs> we want to stay that way for the time being. No, I get that. I need um, this podcast right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, my name's Colin. You can find me on most social media at Pagetish, P A D G E T T I S H. Um, this is Small Walk. You can follow Small Walk Pod on Twitter. We are on iTunes. Uh, do like, subscribe, rate, whatever. I don't know. This is, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's a podcast. Um, anyways, thank you so much for uh, being on. I'm sure I'm probably going to talk to you in like an hour online, anyways. So, yeah, probably. You know, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I will talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.